Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, just take a I just want to take a moment out to take, give you a shout out to my friends over at www.sidequests.fun. That's www sidequests.fun. If you are local to the Southern California community, we do have a place called Frankensons located out in the Chino area. They do have a booth set up there on weekends. So for free to hit their website, get a hold of their schedule, everything you need for your geek and nerdy items they have. So any help you can give them would be great. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Master Academy. This episode, we are going to discuss either homebrewing or running modules for some of my newer DMs and GMs out there. This can be a bit of a challenge, but an opportunity as well. If you really enjoy reading, you really enjoy lore and content, enjoy digesting a lot of information but not necessarily memorizing it for the purposes of walking a player group through it, you might be leaning more towards homebrew. If you're not overly creative with content and lore and structure, but you're really good at narrative presentation, you might find that a module or a pre-generated adventure is more in your wheelhouse. It depends a lot on your play style and how much effort you either want to put into something or not put into something. A later vodcast or podcast that we will discuss is sometimes DMs and GMs get overly invested in their campaigns and this can create situations and, and, and challenges that can become either toxic or confusing for the players, but we'll we'll talk about that in a separate cast. Being in a homebrew means that you're essentially taking content, structure, framework, and developing it in such a way to tell your own narrative campaign or adventure, right? If you're going to go with a module, it's a pre-generated campaign or adventure that gives you all the contents, lore, and structure ready for you to follow. I don't have a specific recommendation for this because I truly think that the adaptation and comfort level with both types really is up to the individual DM or GM. Now, as a player you may have a different perspective. Homebrews can sometimes have negative experiences for you, just as much as modules have. So don't forget, as a DM or GM, put it out to your players. Ask them about previous homebrews or modules that they were running and whether or not they felt that it gave the immersion that they really wanted. Because fundamentally, I think most players and I think you can reach out to your own players and have this conversation, have a true appreciation for the immersion of the adventure that you're putting them through. 
The other challenge you have is quite a few players enjoy reading content. A lot of players read modules because it's content. It's a digital content that's available. But that creates a challenge for you because if they know what's in the content, how can you create a fun and immersive adventure if they already know the outcome? So once again, the advantage of the homebrew is they may be familiar with the lore of the legend and the overall structure you're attempting to do for yourself, but they're not going to know, you know, what you've written, what you've organized, what is the overall story that you're about to walk them through. So that burden on the DM or GM really is quite significant, right? To homebrew or not to brew, right? It's, it creates just as many opportunities as challenges because if you go out into the YouTube space, the you know the Google space, the digital space, and do some searches for um, RPG guilds and all these other communities that build these very creative, free or to purchase modules. You're not really restricted to just what WTC and D&D is publishing on their own. The other thing, though, too, if you decide to homebrew, you have access to a lot of content out there and the ability to really build your own immersive world. Now, if you're relatively new to this, I would not recommend building a world from scratch. The reason why I don't recommend this is that this often will lead to a DM or GM becoming over invested in their world and it tends to skew how they interpret the adventure, their NPCs, the activity going on between you and the players. And this leads to a lot of other toxic behaviors, lack of continuity, uh, fudging dice rolls, which we will definitely get into a podcast about the dangers and concerns of fudging dice rolls. Trust me, after 40 years of playing this game, even when I was 9, 10, 11 years old and playing it, I really fell in love with the random mechanics of the dice. They're very important and fudging them is very toxic. So I would for now try to steer clear from a build from scratch world and come to that pass later. Come to that if you've decided that you actually enjoy homebrew versus a pre-generated module or adventure that's all set for you to read and, and manage. The skills required for homebrew and pre-generated adventures. Two very important skills. Adaptation and improvisation. Right? These and I'll I actually plan on having two separate podcasts for each of these skill sets because I think they're very important for DMs and GMs to understand and what it means to use those two skills. Treat them like muscles and exercise them like muscles. But Once you have a handle of those two skills and understand what they mean, the tools that you need to do that are good note-taking, bookmarking, organization. For example, you could take two pages of content, memorize it, understand it, get a feel for what it's going to mean to narrate the party through that content the big random event is how's the party actually going to react to the content right you don't know that you've created either via a homebrew 
method or a chapter narrative method or adventure, however you want to um, coin the, the nomenclature and realize that they're going to react. That's where adaptation and improvisation comes in. So what you need to have prepared ahead of time, a handful of minor encounters, maybe a handful of items, treasure items, if you choose to go that route, um, a couple little safety valves that allow you to get people in and out of their random choices. And we'll get into that in more detail in a later podcast, what it means to help people via rails or sandbox, right? You don't necessarily want to feel like you're forcing them, at, you know, or guiding them purposefully, but you want to give enough to them and you want to make sure there's enough flexibility in the content that you're either making or reading that's pre-generated that you never want your players to feel like every time I'm at this table or in this online session, I can count on the DM or GM saving me from bad decisions. Remember, you want the game, you want the immersion, and you want the fun of the content to kind of help the players fix it themselves, right? And in my next podcast, I plan on bringing up character creation and some of the ways that as a new DM or GM, you can help that happen. I also will do a couple podcasts related to, you know, what it means to be a good player and operate as a player character. Quick recap, so we understand where we're going with this. To run an adventure that's pre-built or build your own homebrew. Don't build one from scratch straight out. That It's a lot of work, it's a lot of investment, and it creates a lot of stress and tension for a DM or GM. Your players will pick up on that stress. You definitely do not want to do that. If you feel confident enough in your ability to write, organize, and most of this podcast that I'm sharing with you now, you feel you've already accomplished, obviously feel free, go for it. Because world building, uh, I will have in many different podcast parts, is amazing. It's so much fun. I have fully immersed myself in Matt Mercer's creativity with Taldori and Wildmont. I'm a particular fan of Wildmont. I've always been a fan of uh, Forgotten Realms to the point where I've actually built it from scratch myself, where I erased all the lore and rebuilt it, right? These are things you can do later on once you accomplish the two key understandings in your own mind. Do I wanna be in a pre-built adventure or do I wanna build it myself? And I always recommend, once again, build a homebrew one-shot, keep it simple, keep it immersive, and practice some of those skills that you need as you grow in this world. The other thing I would recommend, pick yourself a very small adventure that's pre-generated, read it, consume the content, organize it, practice your interpretation of bringing someone through that adventure or through that content. See how that makes you feel, see how it makes your players feel. The other thing you can do, the last point I'll say about this, is you can do a combination of not only the two, but you could quite literally take a lot of very short, immersive adventures, string them together, and before you know it, you even have a campaign, right? It will start in the future. We'll, start, we'll, we'll talk about story arcs, sub-arcs, the importance of backstories, right? But for now, 
this try to focus on homebrew versus adventure feel which makes you and your team feel good about it get your players feedback read the content go out there into the digital space do the research there's a lot of community creative content out there that you'll have access to that will really help you with this if you're a really big fan of hardcover and hard copy books you can get pdfs you can get hard copy books from all the different sources order them get them delivered to you i totally get it there is a bit of an advantage and simplicity to the digital space versus the hard copy space but once again it really depends on your as a dm or gm your preference so with that i hope this helps a little bit and i will talk to you all again